whether you have had a great week or a bad week, if you have Jesus as the center of your joy, nothing else matters. So even through trials and temptations and pain, we can still smile because we know who wins the battle in the end, right? Jesus, you're the center of my joy. Jesus, you're the center of my joy. All that's good and perfect comes from you. You're the heart of my contentment, hope. You're the center of my joy. When I've lost my direction, you're the compass for my way. You're the fire at night when nights are long and cold. Are the laughter that shatters all my fears when I'm all alone? Your hand is there to hold. Oh, Jesus, you're the center of my joy.
of my contentment, hope for all I do. Jesus, you're the center of, oh, Jesus, you're the center of, before I even do anything, I want to thank Abundant Life. I want to thank from the pulpit to the pew for training me. Ah, <laughs> uh, One of the L's that I have to add, you've got to learn to leave. <laughs> Ah, you forgot that one. My belly button has been cut here, as it were. Uh, this is where I cut my teeth. I got bruised. I got beat up. I got, I mean, this is the place that I learned how to love. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. This is the place. This is the church. And I wanted to thank you. That was nice and sneaky what you did with, with, with investigating exactly what was on my mind and give it to me. <laughs> it's nice when you get a surprise, a pleasant surprise, Haley. Uh, when people check out what you like and then they give it to you. It's not like a tie. I was telling Rosa, you know, don't give me a tie. Ask me what kind of tie I like. Because I'm not wearing a tie with pine trees on it. I'll take it. And then I put it in the closet. I won't throw it away. I love it. I love it because every Sabbath morning I go, I can say, Sister so-and-so gave me this tie. But it ain't going to see me in it. <laughs> You're not going to see you know Thank you from the top of our hearts on behalf of my beautiful wife. 
You know, sometimes I used to see pastors saying, and there's my beautiful wife, and you're like, wow. I can say this confidently that I have a beautiful wife. And um, she, she has been awesome. She's been there. Thank you, Kyra. Thank you, Eva, for serving and for continuing to serve. Thank you, Troy. Man, I could call all 370 and more names of you here. Wish I could, but I'm just going to thank my head elder who trained me. He had a hand in my training. Dr. Rock is not here, but I want to thank him too. All my elders, because you're still mine until after this. <laughs> I want to thank you all for your support through the years. I mean, Abundant Life, I'm leaving with only good things to say about you. Only good things, believe it. And though I try to keep it professional, by not getting so connected with you, you know, all emotional and everything, I got to tell you, you have broken me down. I've fallen in love with you. And that is the truth. So I want to pray and I want to dive into this right here because I wrote down what I wanted to say to you so I wouldn't ramble. And I got a full sermon, ladies and gentlemen. Brother Willis, I got a full sermon. I don't have a sermonette. I got a full sermon. And maybe that's why they got lunch prepared next door. I don't know. But I'm not going to cut it short. I have a full sermon. <laughs> full sermon. Father, give me your Holy Ghost. Amen. Our text, my subject should be get on board, Sister Marve. <laughs> but I'm saving that for South Mountain, Phoenix South Mountain, and the Buckeye churches that uh, the Lord gave me. I told Pastor Madden I would be here one more year with him. And I would be going. Um, but I guess the Lord says that's what you think. <laughs> what I thought would have been two years. Uh, first of all, uh, let me do this. I want to thank all my visitors that have been joining us on the web, on the radio. Welcome to the Abundant Life Church. This is our service in progress. And Pastor Lewars is going to fly like an eagle. And, and, and the Lewars family, we will be taking off. And we're handing over business to the well-able and experienced senior pastor, O'Neill Madden. So I ask that you may continue to pray for this Abundant Life Church. And that you too may come by and join us one of these Sabbaths to worship and to praise the Lord and our blessed creator. Join us now as we worship together our subject that I've been mulling over. As I said, 
I told Pastor Madden, get on board, Sister Kiza. Get on board. But I have to save that one for where I'm going. I struggled this week, Elder Perkins, because I, before even we went to Cancun to cool off, Elder Richardson didn't take any vacation 2011 because I, I feared leaving you. <laughs> I feared. But I struggled as to the words. What do I tell abundant life now that um, we are transitioning out of your midst? You have blessed us. I've been privileged to serve you. What do I say? And I struggled. And until 12 midnight last night, I was still struggling. What do I tell abundant life? So I prayed. Because I've been asking for the right words, the right words, the right tone, the right delivery, the right attitude as I transition, because I'm not about to bro-beat anybody. I'm not to burn my bridges behind me. Uh, I, as I reflected on the past almost six years, May 12th, this year would have been six years. What would have supposed to be two years, Lord, turned out to be six. He wanted me to learn some more from you. Are we married in this church? Right here, we got that official kiss. Right here before the Honorable Dr. Calvin B. Rock. Uh, we dedicated our son in this church. We laughed in this church, Sister Madden. And we cried in this church. And, and we rejoiced in this church. But it's expedient that we go, and it's bittersweet. Bittersweet because my heart still yearns for some of the young people here who have not said yes to Jesus. My heart still yearns for some young adults and some adults here for the past near six years who are still in the same Situation I met them in, bittersweet. Because we have made long life, long memories with brothers and sisters here. But I have good news because this morning I heard Fundy's testimony in our young adult class. And she taught the young adult class she felt I was supposed to teach the last one, but I felt that it is not about that. My philosophy is to leave leaders behind. <clears throat> and I was blessed when she taught the class. She almost preached in the class this morning, and I was like, hallelujah, a leader is born. She brought me to tears. And we cried in that little room this morning. So I'm all cried out. <laughs> all cried out. But Sister Cheryl, I want to let you know 
Sister Vaughn, that Paul says that I should preach and not be hesitant. Paul says, preach and not be hesitant to preach anything that would, that would be helpful to you. So I want to preach for the next few moments. So stay with me. The message God laid on my heart, just two words. Two words. Hold fast. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, hold fast. Look your neighbor in the eye and say, handsome, beautiful neighbor, hold fast. Yeah, hold fast. Hold fast because you've got a devil and demons on borrowed time. And the Bible says he's got but a short time. His time is running out, Brother Everson. So he's moving expeditiously, declaring war run to on God's people. Lions are successful are hunting at hunting their prey because they never advertise their attack. And the devil is an old lion, a desperate, hungry lion. And when you're having fun by the water hole, <laughs> drinking your water and having a good time, and you let your guard down, that's when you're vulnerable, and that's when you are exposed. He's trying to cut you off, trip you up. He's not playing games with you. I wanted to let you know he's not playing patty cakes with you. He's not playing ring around the rosy with you. He's not playing dandy shandy with you. He wants to kill you. Now is not the time to slacken up and slumber and sleep and snooze or to be shaken out and stirred up because we've got, I wanted you to know, save yourself for us. Save yourself. We've got a 24-hour God, 24-7-hour God who never slumbers and never sleeps. I wanted you to know that you can trust him you can depend on him. I'll have church by myself today. I plan to have fun. My mother said, go have fun. Paul knows we need some encouragement today. Because the, as time winds down, I wanted, Paul wanted you to know, and he never got tired of telling the saints to hold fast. He never cared. Whether you liked it or not, he says, hold fast. And I wanted to show you that he meant business when he said that. So because I've always preached and shared with you that you must not only believe the preachers, you must study your word for yourself. Amen. I want you to see it in the word. Amen. So turn your Bibles now. We're going to dive into the Bible. That's why we came. Anybody love the word? If you love the word, say amen. amen. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 2. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 2. 
1 Corinthians 51 to Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved. If you do two things, oh, you're not there yet. If you do what? Hold fast that the word which I preach to you unless you believed in vain. Philippians 2, 14 to 16 says, do all things without complaining. Oh, you got to stay with me. Do you have my text, gentlemen? You have my text? If you got problems, that's okay. We got Bibles. Philippians 2, 14 to 16, do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Philippians 3.12 says, Not that I have already attained, or I'm already perfected, said Janine earlier, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me, Brethren, abundant life, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 says, uh, one, test all things to hold fast what is good. Oh, you better stay with me. You get tied up down there, huh? 2 Thessalonians 2.15, Paul again says to the Thessalonians, Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you were taught, whether by word or our epistle. 1 Timothy 6, verse 12, Fight! Cheyenne, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. 2 Timothy 1, 13 to 14, it starts out, Elder Pruitt, like this. Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us, Sister Burns. Hebrews 3.14 says, I got two more. There are more of them in there, but these are my favorites. Hebrews 3.14, for we have become partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. Then Hebrews 10.23 says, here we go, here we go. Let us hold fast the confession Slow down, Russ, of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. Amen. Amen. Paul stopped by DeMarco to encourage somebody. Paul stopped by to plead with somebody, Arrow Jean. Paul stopped by to appeal to somebody, to agonize with you. He says, hold fast. Now, now, 
my real text is Acts 20. Acts 20 is my real text. Yeah. Acts 20 is my real text. You there yet? Acts 20. Yeah. Acts 20, that's where I want you to be. Paul. Paul, Acts 20. Paul. Acts 20. Paul says, I want to read this because Paul is about to leave and he's about to board the ship. And while he's about to board the ship, he, 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 he has some choice words for the people. Verse 36, I want to give you the context of what is happening and then Charles, we dive into what he got to tell us. Amen? Are you with me, church? Amen? Amen. All right. And verse 36, 20, Acts 20, verse 36. And when he had thus spoken, he knelt down, kneeled down, and prayed with them all, 37, and they all wept sore and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, Katika, sorrowing most of all for the words which he spake and they should, that they should see his Face, no. And they accompanied him to the... Amen, amen. They, they, they. That's the context of, 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 of what we, we are dealing with. That's what Paul is dealing with. Paul is saying, if you read it there, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not going to drag you kicking and screaming coming to the altar. You're not hearing me. He'll plead with you. Amen. He'll appeal. Yes, yes, amen. He will plead with you. But he's not going to argue with you. Uh, 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 so don't reschedule. Don't put off. Don't set aside. Do whatever else you like. But Paul says, hold fast. Sitting all pious in in, in God's church, in Sabbath school, in deep discussion, making pompous statements and not doing any of the stuff or some of that stuff you're talking about, that only tells you you don't understand what it means to hold fast. And then some of us are, are so proficient at manufacturing excuses. We're kings and queens of excuses. And sometimes we even blame the devil for things he not guilty of. <laughs> See, you can't hold fast when you hold your cigarette or your reefer. You can't hold fast when you're holding on to that bottle. You can't hold fast when you're holding on to trashy entertainment, holding on to malice and hurt. God only can deliver you from what you hand over to him. Amen. Glory to God. He's a merciful God. So patient, so merciful, so kind. And sometimes we're shackled because we're caught in a never-ending, Fundy told me, preach this morning, Fundy preached. She said, a seesaw of mess. We hand it over to him and we take it back. 
Give me this, Jesus. We hand over the mess to him, and we take it back. Here, Jesus, take it this last time, and we take it back. A seesaw of mess. You've been in the issue for the same six years, and you're praying about it. But I'm so glad, hope, hope, hope. I'm so glad that Jesus' anger, God's anger, doesn't last always. Isn't he lovely? Amen. Isn't he wonderful? A mighty counselor. God can make something out of nothing. <laughs> That's my God. You don't have to help me preach or celebrate this thing. <laughs> Came up in here, didn't know what I was doing. But God said, I can use him if he just let me work through him. So when you see, when God sees Paul, a murderous Pharisee of Pharisees, with all the junk he, he had, God says, I can use him. See, that's why you're here today. I don't know about you. But that's why I'm here today. Because God doesn't deal with me according to who I really am. God says he already knows where I'm heading and he knows what he can do with me. If God dealt with us according to our ways, Sister Sweetie King, uh, church would be empty today. And yet, most of us will miss heaven, uh, uh, Melvin, because of the little things. Courtney, the little things. The little things, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney's my girl, we can talk. Courtney, the little things. See, see the little things, like, like, like praying consistently. I know you're not going to pray every day. Oh, they quiet now. Amen, Pastor Lee was. Amen. <laughs> but pray consistently. Study the word consistently. Go to prayer meeting. Oh, some people with me. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Encourage myself. Yeah. Consistently. Consistently. We are living in some dangerous times. And some of us got the nerve to go days without checking in with God. And when the devil comes up in our house, sitting in your easy chair, that's when you want to cry out and bawl out to God. Oh, no, amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Songwriter says, Sister Hodges, I need thee every hour. <laughs> I need thee every hour. Hold fast, he says. And I've had people tell me they can't concentrate on nothing spiritual for five minutes. Why you look so shocked? Five minutes. And there's a reason for that. Acts 20 verse 22 sets us straight, Sister Ross. Look at Acts 20 verse 22. 
mm, mm. Oh, Pastor Lee was going to leave you with the word. Oh, yeah, we're going to leave you with the word. You got good preacher here, but I want to leave you with a piece of my little word right here. Uh, verse 22 says, and I see now I go what? Come on, church, go what? Bound in the spirit, not so fast. Don't go yet, don't leave. Oh, man, when you read the word, you got to savor it, you know, like my veggie tenders from Trader Joe's. You know, you just get the veggie tenders and you warm it up, Sister Robin. You know, you put it in there, you warm it up, and it gets nice and crisp, and you just not, and then you get that good old little sauce, my barbecue sauce, and I stick that veggie thing down in there and savor my vegetarian tenders. Savor this right here. Come on. Savor, don't rush, bound in the spirit to Jerusalem. Paul says, I don't know what tomorrow brings, but I'm going to be bound in the spirit. What does that mean? What, 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 what does that mean, Nancy? Uh, what, what does that mean? What does it mean? Alex, uh, uh, what does that mean? Paul says, if you're truly serious about the God stuff, the stuff about God, You've got to be bound in the spirit, compelled in the spirit, saturated, is another word, in the spirit, Jory. I saw you deal with things in your life. If it were not for the Lord on my side, yes. Yes. these six years, where would Russ be? Ah, I would have done lost my mind a long, long time ago if it were not for the Spirit. We need to be saturated by His Spirit. Let me tell you quickly what I mean by saturated, Kyra. See, uh, we were sleeping uh, just two days ago, and like clockwork, Janai woke up Sister Rawls at, at, at 4 o'clock. And so we want a little more sleep, Dr. White. So what we did was, um, uh, well, I, you know, the man's job, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at the end of the bed that's closer to him. Amen? I wouldn't get any amen for the sisters, but that's all right. Amen. I'm at the end of the bed that's closest to our son. So when he, oh, then I have to, and go over and get him, which is good. So I go get him and put him in the middle, Harold, for the rest of the little napsy. You know, 4 o'clock is early in the morning, but that's his program. And he's ready. He's walking around the bed. He's doing his thing. And he's talking. He's talking. Ah, 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 ah. He's talking. And I'm saying, all right, fine. And we lying down now and we praying, Lord, put the boy back to sleep. <laughs> but, 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 let's hurry on, let's hurry on. And, and, and we put him in the middle, DeMarco. You're not there yet, but you'll be there. And we put him in the middle, and then, then I heard a, a sound. I heard, <laughs> So I'm saying, I know what that is. But I don't want to really see. The boy ripped 
his diaper off to tell us it's time to change. And then on top of injury, he said, well, here it is. Get ready. <laughs> so now we need a new mattress. <laughs> and the bed was saturated. You need to be saturated by the Holy Spirit. And when you're saturated, people know it. Saturated by spirit, you're able to smile even when you're dealing with certified crazies. People who got their license in lunacy, you, you are able to just smile. Have you ever been there? Like you just feel you want to blow your top, just go crazy. You just want to scream, ah! Listen to me. Holy Spirit wants to move you from convenient religion to sacrificial living. You can knock the devil out when you're bound by the Spirit. When the devil pulls a stone on you, saturated by his spirit. Chains of circumstances, tell him I'm saturated by his spirit. Tribulations, saturated by his spirit. This is not a cruise ship. This is a battleship we're on. And there are going to be some casualties up in here. Paul says, you're going to have chains. You're going to have tribulations. Uh, within and without, some people up in here are going to be under his influence. The influence of demons will prod and provoke you. And if you stop by verse 23, Acts 20 verse 23, Acts 20 verse 23 too long, you might become a little discouraged. Save that the Holy Ghost witnessed uh, in every city saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. You may get discouraged if you stop there. If you just stopped at verse 23, you would have just said, I'm done. Throw in the towel. I don't need them people up in abundant life. There are the churches around here. Ah, uh, but Hold fast. Paul doesn't stop there. Thank God for verse 24. Oh, let's read it. Let's read it together. Say, say, say that first word. Come on, say that first word. Stop there because, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul says he's living in the conjunction. He says, yes, you're going to have some hard times. Mm -hmm. Venomous criticism will come. Depression may sneak upon you. Loneliness may linger too long. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Ooh. see in the midst of a sorry situation, but, in the midst of stuff at home, but, in the midst of tribulation, but, in the midst of a tough marriage, but in the midst of disobedient and ungrateful children, but see the next part, Taylor. Look at the next part. 
I just saw this. I just saw this. You don't have to enjoy this. I'll enjoy it by myself. Paul says, none of these things move me. Why, Paul? Because I don't care for my life. Why, Paul? Because I'm going to finish my race with joy. Why, Paul? I'm going to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. The worse it gets, the closer God is. Trouble is in the Christian contract. But trouble doesn't last always. <laughs> I don't care what the devil throws my way. It may get bloody. It may get rough and ugly. But though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Paul says, I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor angel nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Whatever my lot does not start me to say, it is well with my soul. Yes, yes, yes. Now Paul has a word for the elders. Elders, get ready. Elders, are you here? Come on, elders, say amen. amen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If the church, if Abundant Life wants to launch an attack on the devil's stronghold, we better live what we say, elders. Amen. See, if the head is sick, the body is sick. And Paul used two words in verse 28. Therefore, he says, take heed to yourselves. Number one first. Take care of yourself. Then he says, take care of the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. Take heed. Take heed. Elders, God called you. You answered. Now live what you say. Care for the flock. This means go see the saints. Consistently, elders, deacons, under normal circumstances, prayer meeting should miss you. Leader of the church. God is serious about your vows you made before these here witnesses. Why? Why, Pastor Lee Wars? Why, Paul? Because, he says, he tells us, there are savage wolves who are among us. Wolves in the church. Not just any kind of old little wolf. Savage wolves. These wolves are here to do one thing, to distract you during the worship service, discourage you from using your spiritual gifts. Verse 30 says, they are here to draw away, trip up the disciples. And Paul is talking about disciples, not just people with their names on the books. Don't get caught up in the hype, Paul says. The love of the world, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. Hold fast, he says. Wrapping up now, 
Going down, verse 32. Hallelujah. I need to take a drink for this. Cheers. Good old apple juice. Mm -mm -mm. Verse 30. 32. Woo-wee. Paul is sending it home now. Paul says, these words to anchor my faith, to anchor your faith. Paul says, are you hearing me? Paul says, I commend you to God. Why? Because he's able. Come on, somebody. He's able. By his grace, your inheritance is guaranteed. Your retirement may not be guaranteed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fame and fortune may not be guaranteed. Finding a consecrated husband or a consecrated wife is not guaranteed. Listen to your pastor, preacher. Waking up tomorrow is not guaranteed. But my inheritance is guaranteed. That's a done deal. You can take it to the bank. You can bank on that. Guaranteed inheritance. Nobody can do you like Jesus. He justifies. Come on, somebody. He sanctifies and he glorifies. Play me something. I love to know that my inheritance is guaranteed. And I want to let you know what does that mean? That means, that means, that means, Brother Larry, that means, that means, Sister Pruitt, that means I got shoes. <laughs> you got shoes. All of God's children got shoes. When I get to heaven, I'm going to put on my golden shoes and I'm gonna walk all over God heaven I got a crown you got a crown I got a robe you got a robe when I get to heaven I'm gonna put on my golden shoes I'm gonna put on my golden crown and I'm gonna put on my robe and then ooh, I need this because I got something else coming When I get to heaven, I'm going to shout all over God's heaven. I'm going to sing all over God's heaven. I'm going to run to Jesus. And I'm going to say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for loving me. Thank you, Jesus. I want to tell you something. Paul pleads with us to have a paradigm shift in our lives. We have three baptisms today, Sister Carter, Sister Richie, and Arnisha. I think you remember we prayed for Arnisha last week. Amen. She's here today. Amen. Let the name of the Lord be praised. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Lee Wars, for that soul-stirring message. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
Uh, when Sister Richie says that she's going to get baptized, I says she's setting an example for us. Amen? Yes. She is setting an example in Sister Carter. They're setting examples for us. They're saying, hey, we want to take it up another level. And in times like these, what a great thing to do. What a great thing to do. Church, how are you? Pastor Rock used to say, all, are all hearts happy? Yeah. I hope your hearts are happy. Now, church, as uh, these young ladies come forward, <laughs> it's very important for us to um, realize and recognize, um, as the scripture tells us in the book of Acts chapter 19, uh, there are many individuals that question the notion of rebaptism. And one of the things that we have to note that this is a personal thing and each and every one of us we have our personal quests and we want to make sure that everything is right between our soul and our savior and ultimately uh, we have a god to face and we have to stand up um, and we're going to have to give an account but at times you have individuals that have, I mean, God has been so good in their lives. And as Sister Richie was telling me, you know, the Lord has blessed her and blessed her over and over and over and over again. And this year, 2013, she wants to stand and she wants to renew her covenant with God. Amen. It's just like that wife that you love so much and you say, listen, honey, I love you so much. I want to do it over again, right? I want that second honeymoon. And so we got to just praise God for that. But I'm asking the church, as you have heard this message, a very heartfelt message from our uh, pastor, Pastor Leroy's, it's very important for us to search our hearts and to know where we stand with God. And so even as these individuals are taking a step for the Lord, uh, let this be a time for you to search and to see exactly where you lie in your relationship with God. And so as you hear these vows, uh, you may want to even stand up and say, listen, I want to be ready for the next baptism. As the Spirit leads, as the Spirit leads, I'm asking you to join them. Amen? As the Spirit leads, we want the Holy Spirit to lead, and we want the Holy Spirit to show up and show out in your life. We want you to shine, and we want truly you to be ready for heaven. And so as you hear these vows, you may feel, you may want to be, you may feel impressed to come forward, and you want to be a part of it do so if you want to if you don't want to even be a part of it but you want to stand to take these vows uh, please do so we want to uh, get you involved in this process as well elder brown amen and we're particularly blessed to have sister cisco with us today to see the baptism yes. sister cisco amen. it's so good to see you amen. amen candidates i'll read the vows and when i'm done i'll ask you to say i do 
Do you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord? And do you desire to live your life in a saving relationship with him? If that is your desire, please say, I do. Do you accept the teaching of the Bible as, the expre as expressed in the statements of the fundamental beliefs of the Seventh-day Adventist Church? And do you pledge by God's grace to live your life in harmony with these teachings? If that is your desire, let me hear you say, I do. Do you desire to be baptized as a public expression of your belief in Jesus Christ? to be accepted in the fellowship of the Seventh-day Adventist Church and to support the church and its mission as a faithful steward by your personal influence, tithes and offering, and a life of service. If that is your desire, let me hear you say, I do. Let us pray. Father, we are so thankful. We are so grateful, O oh God, that we serve a God that loves us, that will always be with us, a God that is so accepting with arms wide open for us. We now, Lord, ask that as Sister Richie, Sister Carter, and Sister Anishia make their decisions today to enter back into the watery grave and for the first time into the watery grave of baptism, Lord. Lord, that your Holy Spirit will move on them, Lord, that they will be endowed with a greater anointing of your Holy Spirit. Lord, to do exploits for you. Lord, we ask that you will put your arms around them. And Lord, as the enemy tried to launch an attack, Lord, that you will raise up a standard against him and beat him back. Lord, we pray just for a greater desire and these three women today to serve you, to walk with you. And then, Lord, there's somebody here today that should have been in this number. Hmm. I ask, Lord, that you will trouble their hearts. Stir their souls, O oh God. Lord, we need deliverance. Deliverance is in the place today. Amen. Deliverance is in the place. You've sent Jesus to rescue us. Yeah. And your Holy Spirit is here to break all the bonds of the enemy. So, Lord, even if somebody ought to stand now and say, I'll make my decision now, Lord. Let it be while the waters are troubled today. Mm. Oh, Lord, we give you honor. We give you praise. We give you glory. Because it's all belong to you. you In Jesus' name, amen. amen. water church.
Tessa, our own dear sister Velvet Richie.
coming next for rebaptism, Sister Marilyn Carter. Carter takes her 